0: Duke wins the ACC championship most titles ever for any school, but we really got to talk about Hubert Davis's statement and the fact that they didn't accept the NIT invite straight out the gate. Feel like that message was probably prepared. And then, of course, you got five ACC teams in the men's side of things who are rocked and ready to roll for NCAA tournament. We'll talk about them and their chances of going all the way. everybody, welcome to the postseason of men's and women's college basketball, we made it through a regular round Duke Blue Devils picked up another ACC championship title john Shire who didn't even get a coach of the year nomination was doing the damn thing. He's got his team prepped and ready for what could be a really fun ride for the Blue Devils going into some of this NCAA tournament time. Kenton Gibbs here. Welcome to Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. And every day you can find us and listen to us talk about your favorite teams from around the conference as we get ready for what should be a good march of madness. Kenton, how are you feeling?
1: Uh, I'm feeling good, feeling great. I am excited that the tournament is finally here. Uh, we have a, a lot to go over because I mean, for a weak ACC, we had a ton of teams to get in, and and so we we got to talk about all that and the tournament that was surprisingly boring for a surprising season.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about Duke Virginia in the finals. It's fitting that you say boring because some people argue that can be Virginia's style of play, but it felt like they weren't even in the championship game. It was Duke and everybody else. You saw the full focus of Proctor. He was able to get by Kier Clark and many. Many points of the game. It was very high def- defensive performance for the Blue Devils, as well as much as Virginia is lauded for how well they can stop teams. I felt like the Blue Devils clamped down on the Cavs throughout the game. They just couldn't get it going, and we've seen this before from them throughout the season. But it just reared its ugly head at probably one of the worst times.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's you know it's not a surprise at this point when. Uh, Virginia's offense all of a sudden does their disappearing act. But, man, Duke is hot as fish grease. They, you know, they have caught fire at the end of the season. And and um, I understand why Shire didn't get any coach of the year nods. I mean, throughout the regular season, they performed at about where you'd expect, maybe even a little below. Hmm. And, you know, the tournament came and they turned it on and, and they got the job done. So, you know, it, it's – they went out there and they earned it. At the end of the day, this conference title – Hard fought, earned, won by the Blue Devils.
0: A hundred percent, and I think just as they they've won the last nine, just the most ACC titles that of any team in the ACC. Of course, we think about configuring and how teams got together. Cool, whatever you can make that little argument for yourself. But I think that the Blue Devils are in prime position to be arguably the best team to rock and roll through this NCAA tournament.
1: I mean, Don't... there's an argument. There's there's an argument. I'm making
0: the argument. I'm making the argument. There's...
1: I, I'm I'm gonna say this we have we saw last year a team can get hot and just roll and you know nobody expects it but they get hot. This team is getting hot at the right time so I, I can see that um however, I'm not sure if I trust Proctor all the way through the uh tournament. I'm not sure if I trust Roach honestly and there, everybody as much as people talk about oh he's the the veteran leader and all that I'm not sure if I trust him to lead a ball team that wins um, when, you know, the whistles get tighter and there's not as many calls to be had in tournament time.
0: It's interesting you say that because I feel like last year Roach was the clutch key person that kept Duke in games and got them as far as they, they did last season. And then this year, he's obviously had to be the senior leader, but it feels like, you know, when we talk about love and basketball, what did the girls say? Don't never let a freshman take your spot. It feels like Proctor has kind of been, grandfathered in and he's ready good to go to lead this team he doesn't necessarily need roach but roach can now take a more complimentary role than he probably had to at first
1: i mean when you look at how duke has kind of gotten hot and had this um had this explosion at the end of the year and this is not a a detractor from Jeremy Roach. this is really a credit to him for being able to play multiple roles Mm -hmm. when you are a player that's asked to do Asked to be a superman, right? Asked to do the the LeBron James-ish thing of put up put everything on your back and roll, right? When you're asked to do that, that's a very different scenario than okay, we just need you to facilitate. We just need you to get guys in the right position. That's a very different task than we need you to get guys in the right position and we need you to be leading score and we need you to defend their best perimeter. Like that's that's a lot. And as, as the younger guys at Duke have kind of matured and grown up as the year goes on, as Lively's gotten better, as Proctor's gotten better, as all those guys have gotten better, it has seen um it has seen Roach be able to kind of take a step back from that Superman thing and be able to just do what he does well, which that's that's the part of why I believe that Duke can make a run because it's not just about Jeremy Roach and, and what he can do. It's you know, like I said, there's questions about young guards in the tournament, but I mean, from what I've seen, this team is is they're clicking and they've got multiple guys playing their roles at really high levels right now.
0: I think that uh, Jeremy Roach's toe, the injury, bouncing back from that is great. I think Derek. Dariq- uh, Whitehead and him being able to bounce back from injury—they have a healthy team, which has always been part of their regular season problem. But now you got guys like Filipowski who have taken leaps and bounds. Your freshman of the year by bar none, right? He's had an incredible season, has made himself a lot of money throughout that ACC tournament, and you also have Derek Lively who has come alive at the right time, block machine, and all the things. Mark Mitchell doing his part, so it's just everyone's figuring out, and Ryan Young even giving him a nod because you know you come. A big man, you do a couple things, you go sit back down. I ain't mad at you, right? You Everybody feels like they know their role and they're just ready to compete and really give, like, turn the page from last season and really hone in on what is now. And John Shire, of course, it's not bad at what he does with the X's and O's. I think I was watching, like, double take between Bennett and John Shire because you put both on the screen, they look eerily similar. And for him to out coach, to me, Tony Bennett was a nod to where I felt like he could take this team going into postseason.
1: Yeah, I, again, it's, you know, every time you give Tony Bennett a compliment, all of a sudden that team just falls apart. Every <laughs> time like, yeah, man, he's an amazing coach. The team is like, oh, is he? Really? He hadn't heard. No, but seriously, that was, that game was a, a very interesting chess match. But again, I, I just think that Duke is really hot right now. They're really mm-hmm. hot. They're figuring out. And the question is this. The question for Duke is this did y'all just catch heat or did you find a sustainable mode of winning for you going forward in the tournament? Because catching heat, you never know when that heat's going to leave. You never know when that hot hand is going to, you know, you never know when the, the the freshmen that you're trusting and they're making good decisions, all of a sudden start making freshman mistakes because the lights are bright. You never know. But if you found a sustainable mode of winning, then you're in a territory where even when the lights get bright, doesn't matter. We do what we do and that's how we do it.
0: It's so funny you mentioned sustainable heat and maybe getting hot at the right or wrong time and all the things. It's very fitting for the next conversation that we're going to have here. North Carolina found themselves out of the tournament first four out ahead of Clemson. We can talk about that later, but North Carolina is not going to the NCAA tournament, the first team ever to be number one in preseason to not make the NCAA tournament when all things are said and done. If you are a person who thinks what could have, should have, would have been that Alabama game where they went four overtimes, and ended up taking the L How quickly things turn. If the season I saw on Twitter, if the season had gone as it was, but they had that Alabama win, it could have been something different. Let's talk about the craziness that could that should be for you know the tar heels in just a second. But the built march madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or pub, and now's your time to make it count. Go to built. MarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You'll be voting for, you know, chocolate brownie puff or whatever your favorite is. And if you want the Cherry Garcia to vote for the Duke Blue Devils, or if you want NC State Wolfpack to win, you'll be voting for that bar too. Support your team, support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on. Listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Locked On fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. Built the best protein bar ever, 100% covered in real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote on your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. We're talking with Kenton Gibbs here, locked on ACC pod each and every day. We are about 40 subscribers away from 1,000 on our YouTube channel, so make sure you check that out. We're talking about North Carolina not making an NCAA tournament. It's a head-scratcher when you think about what they went into this season. One box out was the motto. All of the hype that we were returning all these starters, and we were ready to go. One thing that asterisk you might have forgot you got to play well in the regular season it doesn't just happen for you when you get to tournament type conversations and I think the most disappointing part of it all is the fact that you just leave with the what if what could have been what should be for Armando Baycott if Caleb Love could figure out how to be more selective in his shots if RJ Davis was the floor facilitator throughout the whole thing if Leaky Black wasn't so streaky you know there's so many scenarios right if Kerwin Walton hadn't figured out he didn't want to come back to North Carolina, and we could have picked up a better, you know, transfer than Pete Nance. All the things that we have to discuss the what ifs for North Carolina. Who came out with a statement from Coach Huber Davis saying the season is done. Unfortunately, we didn't make it. We're going to bypass and get ready for next season. We're not even going to have the conversation about. It. We don't even have to name of the NIT in the statement. We're just telling you're ready for next season. Kenton, what were your thoughts? One towards North Carolina not making the tournament, and then two declining the NIT invite.
1: All right, so a lot of ifs there that were yeah. staked. But if ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk, right? Like, that's that's the reality. Yeah. Uh, however, we still got to go to the liquor store if you want to purchase some, some libations and spirits. Now, with that being said, moving on from there, um, I mean, this team, they got hot. They were a bubble team last year, got hot and figured it out in the tournament and that's what i mean by did you get hot or do you have a sustainable mode of winning this team got hot had some things break their way because let's be honest having to play what was it saint peters in the in the elite eight i believe it was how we play saint peters in the elite eight when their biggest player was what six nine six ten and there was one of him
0: you know I mean, I, hell, you could talk about the what double the overtime with Baylor. They shouldn't have won that game. The game against UCLA probably was the most hard fought game to deserve. The game against Duke could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So,
1: and so you, you look at a lot of situations where it's just like, you know, a lot of moments. If, if a coin, if the ball bounced the other way, if just one thing happened differently, you're looking at a different result there. But I, I look at this as, you know, I mean, this team is who they are. The only thing that I will say as far as them not playing in the NIT is this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Why not?
0: Why? A oh. lot of
1: these guys are going to be gone. And don't get me wrong. I do mm-hmm. consider North Carolina to be in that category to where hanging a banner for the NIT is stupid. That's crazy. That's <laughs> that's a nasty work. But with that being said, mm-hmm. you're looking at a situation where you're going to lose a lot of these guys the guys who are still going to be on your roster, the guys who are still on scholarship that are going to be on the roster going forward. If you're not expecting them to transfer, why not keep playing and say, Hey, guys who want to come back, or if y'all want to put on some more uh, film for the NBA, come on, we're going to do this thing and we're going to rock it out and we're going to see what we can get done.
0: Okay. I hear you. I receive. What about this team makes you want to watch more basketball? They don't play together. It's, they clearly aren't cohesive. They're they ain't gonna, It's not going to be good film to where, like, oh, buddy lobbed you great. It was crazy. Or he passed. He was, Mm-mm. I don't see any of that happening. If you already have poor shot selection, going to the NIT where you're going to try to play hero ball is not going to further help your case for NBA.
1: But here's the thing it's not about me and what I want to watch. It's not about that.
0: I don't what? think, it, I think the most diehard North Carolina fan don't want to watch. I'm a graduate and I don't want to watch that no more. I don't. And guess
1: what? And guess what? It's not about the fans or you either. It's about that team and what you got. I did
0: but, but using the word "team" is loose. Loose. I would use that loosely. There are a bunch of guys that came together to play. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them a team.
1: Okay, that collection of young men <laughs> who happen to wear common jerseys and and colorways on particular nights where they have games and they have to work towards a common goal. There we go. That, that group of individuals uh, is is. Again, all of them are not leaving. Hubert is not leaving. I don't know what the the point is to say, like, you know, it's, again, I just think it's really, we don't get to play how we want to play, so we're going to take our ball and go home, which is kind of lame. It's, it's I don't weird. think
0: it's we don't get to play how we want to play it's we have a certain standard and like you said hanging an in it banner is crazy so why would they even put themselves through that pete nace's career is done leaky black career is done armando can decide whether he wants to come back or not rj and caleb can decide whether they want to come back or not then you got all these freshmen I think if anything. Is an opportunity for Hubert to reset, figure out who his guys are going to be next season, and move from there. If he doesn't, I think Don Trestile should transfer, but the way he was not played and clearly had some opportunities to be one of the better players on this team. But there's plenty that I, I if I looked at this roster, I would tell you, hey, God bless. RJ is probably the only starter I want to come back.
1: How many um, games has Hubert Davis coached as a head coach? What
0: is it? 30, 60 games?
1: 60 so a little so we'll say less than 100 Mm -hmm. so
0: less than 100 for sure
1: those reps can't hurt you those reps can't hurt you they can't
0: but so are we We, repping for for hubert to be a better coach are we repping for the players to get more run because you can go play pickup right now
1: I'm again hubert you cannot get more experience coaching you cannot get these guys more experience playing um by saying hey we're gonna shut it down and do internal scrimmaging or whatever the case may be. You can't get that. You cannot, you're missing out on opportunities to compete. That again, I'm I'm all for, you know, players, coaches, whoever. If you are going to have an opportunity that is more lucrative or better for you, right? When players skip bowl games and all that. Hey, if you got your money in the bag, don't risk that bag messing around with a bowl game. Absolutely. I understand you. Number one, most of these players don't have their money in the bag. I don't. I don't see not a nary player except Leaky that I'm like, mm, he's probably he could he could go lottery. Things shake right for him. He can go lottery. Not a single one. And I'm I'm milking it with him, milking it hard.
0: But Armando doesn't need the NBA right now. He has plenty of nil money.
1: Sure, sure. And I, I hope that he is uh, good with going with uh, La Liga Balancesto uh, over in, well, I I don't know what country it's going to be in, but it's going to be somewhere where he got to take a flight and get a passport. But the again, reality-
0: I asked you, again, I asked you, what does it benefit North Carolina besides the basic fundamental competitiveness in getting reps that frankly, I think is not worth
1: it for them? As a head coach who is a newer head coach, you need those reps. As a head coach, not the players that you're probably bringing back, the reality is most of those starters are probably gone.
0: So do you think he goes into the NIT and will play the guys off the bench? Because he didn't do that in the regular season. Maybe if he had done that, we had a different conversation. I think the vitriol that he would get for playing uh, guys off the bench would be far greater. One, two, I think he feels – well, let me not speak for this man – it's almost like a lost cause with this squad. He needs to just start fresh. There's no sense, there's no need to go coach a group that didn't listen to you for what how many months since October to March. This team didn't listen to you. The hell and I'm gonna coach them for three more weeks for.
1: And that's that's fair. That's, <laughs> that's again, I'm not saying I am not saying that there are not arguments for them to not play. But to me, in my personal opinion, if you are a head coach, I can understand if you've been doing this for you know 5 10 years and you've like you've seen it all you've seen almost every game situation is going to happen you've tried out different rotations you've tried out different depths of the bench you've tried out because to me I think that you should go ahead and of course all the starters that want to play play them but also extend out your bench you're extend out your bench play more of those guys and see what you got see like all right I didn't give him enough time and I know I saw him in practice every day, but maybe I just didn't give him enough minutes. Maybe he does look good. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and see what's going on going forward. But to me, again, I just, I I think it's really lame. You got a a team coming back that's going to be very young next year. You are young as a coach in terms of head coaching. And it's just like, man, we're good.
0: But you act as if he's a first time head coach, like yes, two years as a head coach, but this man has done North Carolina basketball for how many years? The standard is the standard in his eyes, I'm sure, to where getting an NIT anything is not comparable to any sort of ACC run. So I'm not NCAA run. So I'm just not feeling that whatsoever. But either way it goes, they're from the outside looking in. They're not the only ACC on the ACC team on the outside looking in. There are NIT teams that are deciding to play. Virginia Tech is one of them. Clemson is another. A lot of people were up in arms about Clemson and the fact that they did not get an opportunity to play NCAA tournament, especially because they got they waxed NC State's ass three times. We're going to talk about that and then, of course, who's in the NCAA tournament here in just a second. But first, I want to remind you guys, March Madness is the time where you get to play and you get to make some money. Highly recommend you get in on the action with our friends at FanDuel because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when they join that's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on talking with kids Gibbs. We're rolling through. We're talking about NCAA tournament guys who got snubbed Virginia Tech. Clemson will be in the NIT, but again, arguments are made that the Tigers got snubbed. We're even ahead behind North Carolina. and Some said, what the hell is going on with that? Want to remind folks that North Carolina did beat Clemson in the regular season. Clemson did beat NC state three times, especially in that tournament. And yet that's not their biggest flaw. The biggest flaw for Clemson was losing to who? Kenton?
1: L. Ellis, <laughs> Kenny Payne, <laughs> and company. A four-win,
0: a four-win four Louisville team. I think Louisville's season put a whole like all right drainage on the ACC,
1: and that drainage drained Clemson's. A uh, NCAA tournament host. Here's the thing, folks. The tournament committee is the tournament committee. Okay. Yeah. They make decisions with impunity. They will not be held accountable. They don't have to answer to anybody. What are y'all going to do about it? Yeah. Here is what I tell people all the time, including NC State fans, especially NC State fans. If you are not a household name, if you do not, Have a player that is primetime TV. And by primetime TV, I don't mean like, oh, he led the conference in scoring. Oh, he's really exciting. He's a good dunker. No, 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 no. I mean primetime TV as in he's going to get drafted real high and lead somebody's franchise for at least five years before they give up on the experiment that is him. If you don't have either one of those things and you are on the bubble, you are likely to be kept out. If you're not a blue blood, if you don't have a brand recognition, if you don't have a player, that's that's huge and big time like that. Your fan base doesn't get the biggest draw. I'm sorry to tell you, friends. The committee will make sure. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, hon. Mm, you didn't make it, babes. Mm, sorry. Mm. I'm going to tell you this. Your entire resume cannot be beating NC State three times and Duke once if you have bad losses. I am okay with that being a big part of your resume. If you beat all the other teams that you were supposed to beat and you beat NC State three times and beat Duke, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. But if not, mm -mm, yeah, mm -mm. I believe they lost to Boston College as well or am I making that up? I want to say it was...
0: No, you're correct. They also lost to Loyola which Boston College is not the worst thing in the world. It's the Louisville and Loyola for me, which is – it's tough, right? It's tough to make the argument, and that's why the regular season matters. Those losses, sometimes this season especially, have been – you know, Clemson did win that pit. thank you, but Peninsula P. I think this year the losses weighed more heavily on the, ma- the major wins because there's nobody that was a standout in, AC- in any of college basketball besides Alabama maybe.
1: And there was too much – there – the net rating, and I hate to say this, but the net rating of the ACC as a whole was too bad to have bad losses. Yeah, it just was. Pitt was one of the better teams in the conference all year. They had they won in Miami, they would have been, uh, I believe, what co-champs. They would have been co-champs. They and their them losing dropped them down to five.
0: Beyond that, they're one of the best teams in the ACC, and they have to go play a first four game. Like, let's, let's, what are we doing here? <laughs> they're going to go play Mississippi State on tomorrow at 9 10 p.m. They're part of the Midwest region. So, you know, and I think at this point, if you are an ACC basketball fan, you are rooting for all teams ACC because we need to get our clout to another level. So you're rooting for the Pit Panthers. You're making sure that people remember that the ACC is not a bad conference. We're great at bat- men's basketball, in
1: fact. You know, I it's overblown. It's overblown. Just <laughs> it like really last time. is. Just like last time. Oh, the conference is terrible. The conference is terrible. The conference is terrible. Battle of the Blues in the final four. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's- what are we doing?
0: Absolutely. I will say Mississippi State is not no joke of a team. I think that they are pretty good. It is going to be a good challenge for Pitt. However, I'm rooting for all of the ACC teams. So, of course, I got to go Pitt's way. But they're not the only team that will be in an NCAA tournament. You also have Virginia taking on Furman. They'll be a part of the South region in the first round. They'll be at on Thursday. We'll talk about that. And then our good friends Oral Roberts, who know how to shoot and always find themselves in the conversation, will face Duke at 7:10 on CBS. They're a part of the e- region. So I think that those are the two teams that you have to just keep rooting for beyond the Friday game that you'll see NC State take on Creighton because they are part of the South region as well. That'll be at four on Friday. And then Drake will take on Miami, which we know he's been in Miami before. All that, you know, God's plan. Cool. Got it. You got the joke. Okay. That'll be on TBS, part of the Midwest region. So we'll have. All that coverage throughout the week. I'm happy for the five that made it. If you love the ACC, you're rooting for them hard because it helps make the case for why maybe we need to get more coverage. We could talk about, you know, throughout the year, the SEC network does its thing to get their teams in the conversation. Big Ten Network gets their teams in the conversation. What can be done going into next year where the ACC Network can have maybe marquee names talking about their teams and getting them in conversations and Twitter beats and all the things and making sure that their teams get part of when the committee starts to vote and starts to have these conversations, we can have a little more love.
1: I mean, it was just our bad teams were too bad. And Our, teams our bad
0: top, teams were terrible.
1: And our and our t- teams at the top were losing to bad teams. You cannot lose to a team that lost to Bellerman. You can't do it if you're a top team. If you want to get into the tournament, you can't lose to a team that lost to Bellerman.
0: So would yeah. we have been better off had we beat all the bad teams and then we just picked ourselves apart at the top?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We won the Big Ten ACC tur- uh, Challenge.
0: And we did. And yet.
1: And yet, the big team, that's how many more teams in than us?
0: Significant amount. Can't you know even see why? the chart. Yeah.
1: You know why? Because at the top, they were the top. Yeah. They didn't lose a lot of get. The top lost to mid-tier teams every now and then. But those bottom feeders, oh, they kicked and spit and beat on those bottom feeders. They just were like, you don't belong on the court with us. Go home. Yeah. Meanwhile, our top teams are like, wow, that LLS, he sure can't play. Oh, wait, we're supposed to be checking them. Whoops.
0: And, you know, I think if you look at quote unquote blue bloods, they didn't have the seasons that people are used to. And because the pits, the Miamis, right, were having great years, people were like, oh, the ACC is obviously like, no, Pitt just has a quality program. Miami has a quality program. Why are- Clemson is having a quality season. Why are we taking that away from these programs just because they're not staples? But on the other flip side of that, you've got Hall of Fame coaches like Leonard Hamilton who had a season to forget. You got a storied program like Louisville having a very much season to forget. It's just tough. Even North Carolina, not making the tournament, that's a season to forget. And the conversation of stressful. Uh,
1: I don't know. know. Let's (laughs) never forget that. Let's never forget that. (laughs) You no, just
0: better hope y'all jokers beat Creighton. I hope y'all better be
1: a No, but seriously, I am one of those people that's like, a season like this, you should never forget it. Because next time that you come in as a preseason number one, point and look at the board. What happened to us last time? We were
0: Kenton, one. do you think that we're ever going to go – where? Do you think that North Carolina is ever going to come in as number one team under Hubert Davis?
1: I mean, they just did, so I'm sure it could happen again.
0: And that's because – nope, that's because you said lightning strikes, and it was just one of those seasons. They caught fire. It wasn't a sustainable fire, clearly. So that's my question to you. Do you think it can happen?
1: But if we just saw it happen based off the idea of you catching fire, Hmm. who's to say they can't catch fire again? Like that? Yes. While that's not sustainable, while that's not something to bank on, who's to say they couldn't?
0: Under Hubert Davis, do you think it's going to happen? North Carolina's gonna be back number one again in life. Yes, of course. Yes, duh. I'm talking about Under Huber Davis. Um, you're, you're gonna leave us with the spicy stick of the rest of the show. Go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, I think they're good. I think they're good. Yeah. What, again, they got some,
0: what you got smoking over there, in Raleigh?
1: <laughs> it's not okay. It's not about it's because again, it's not about you know really be preseason rankings are very simply you too. know. Who was good last year and bought a lot of guys
0: back? Kenton. Okay. Number one, Hubert, Hubert David. I don't even think he'll be here long enough to even get the conversation started. I think I mean, he's got I think he's got two more years.
1: I mean, that's possible. That's possible. But I, I'm I'm just saying if they give him enough time, he'll of course, he'll do it. Even the blind squirrel trips over another every now and then. You know.
0: you know. All right. And on that note, guys, make sure you come back all week as we prepare you for this March Madness covers for our ACC teams. We really appreciate you listening and always appreciate you following. Again, we're 40 subs away from 1,000 on YouTube. Tell all of your friends to subscribe to the channel. Make sure you come back each and every day. We appreciate you listening, as always, for Canis Cooper and Kenson Gibbs. Until next time.